What's up? Welcome to episode 7 of the Rambler Gambler Show. In this episode, I'm going to be exploring the topic of addiction. Addiction comes in many, many forms. Uh, most notably, um, food, uh, our phones, shopping, alcohol, substance abuse, drugs, uh, porn, there's many different forms, um, and I'm going to explore the topic of addiction with the hope that I can, by the end of this episode, tap into someone's someone's uh, awareness around who they are and who they want to become and maybe they can identify their addiction and find a way to at least address it and um, and that's the start of it all so yeah let's get into it What's up? So I was raised in a town called Carrot Macross in County Monaghan, Ireland, and in that town of about 6,000 people, there are about 25 bars. Um, and there's four bookmaking shops, bookies, where you can go and you can gamble. And every one minute, sometimes you can have two bets in a minute, and you can, uh, yeah, you can just gamble away on everything from real horses, dogs, football to fake horses, dogs and football, like virtual stuff. Uh, inside the bars where everyone's supping their pints, uh, you can also have a bet. And if you don't have a bet, uh, if you don't gamble, you're exposed to it. You're around it. Um, and I think one of the most, uh, one of, like the deadliest addiction is the one that you don't even know you have. Something that's uh, crept its way into your life and you barely, like it just coexists with you. It's, uh, it's within you so deep that you couldn't you couldn't imagine your life without it and um i've had uh various experiences with uh, addiction and uh, i do remember i do remember at times feeling like um there was no issue um until i stepped away from it took breaks Again, even unintentional breaks, like going on a holiday, or just leaving the environment I was in, and feeling feeling great, and ask myself like, why, why is it I feel so good? So um. So yeah.
uh, I left I left that environment the environment which is Ireland which like I adore Ireland love Ireland uh, think about Ireland all the time uh, so this isn't uh, a knock on Ireland but what's going on in Ireland is like also going on in England and 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 all over the world, which is that these um, these gambling companies, alcohol companies, uh, have been allowed to just take control. And uh, the way I look at it is like the human brain is a very like complex thing to break down but in many ways we're, we're very simple creatures and it's not uh it's not hard for us to get hooked on something um hooked on something that triggers a chemical reaction and again sometimes these things happen you're not even aware of it and that chemical reaction can be produced through or, or let's call it even just a trigger it can pre be produced through your environment it can be produced through uh, within that environment through like the people who you're around, um, whatever you, whatever's on, whatever is on, or, or whatever sounds are in that room. Um, all of these things can, and I'm not just talking about, uh, I'm not just talking about gambling and alcohol, and then other people like it hooked on other sort of addictions which are like the indulgent food and, and por pornography um, I believe not always but uh, a lot of these people suffer from low self esteem and um, they use that as a comfort comfort tool uh, I think many people are addicted to coffee and uh, Again, for this for this little ramble, I, I I sort of want to take myself out of out of it as much as I can. So I'm going to stop talking about my experience. But that's that's just my observation of um, from my life, just my environment, uh, the people who I was around, the the triggers that um, that I was constantly exposed to, and uh, and again, I've said this in many uh, of the episodes before. A lot of that stuff wasn't my choice. That was that was uh these things were happening at, at fifteen year fifteen, sixteen years old. Um and then they just developed into like quite an aggressive uh, addiction where like alright, so I'll just talk about the feelings that come with being addicted to something. Um those those feelings are like you're in a box you're boxed into something and you can't get out you're uh, you crave the highs and after a while it's not even the highs you crave the addiction makes you actually crave the lows uh, and then the lows last a long long time so you you start chasing a high 
and it's the low that is actually like they say about heroin addicts heroin addicts like cocaine addicts uh, in their testimonies or do, from the those who have um, experienced that like awful addiction of often say that after a while after a while there's no there's no real uh, good high you're getting high just to overcome the low the lowness and um, and I suppose that that awareness of that awareness allowed me to forgive a lot of stuff that went on in my life like alcoholism within my family when you realize that like uh, an addiction is a disease um, and not a choice like how crazy is it that there's many people that think addiction is oh that look at that person who's addicted to this they made a lot of bad choices See, I, I was of that mindset for a long time until you live a little and talk to people who who uh, have been addicted to stuff or are addicted to stuff. And you realize, like, sometimes in life, it's not really it's not really choices that have been made. It's situations that have been created because sometimes life just creates its own situation. So you have to have forgiveness for people with, um, with addictions because like recognize that it is a disease i don't know from from what um i don't know like from what perspective you're taking this because um anyone who has someone in their family who's addicted to something it's a fucking hard thing to deal with because you want to you want to you want to tell them like everything that they're doing wrong and how they're messing shit up but you you actually know that all they need is support and love and it's so hard to give an addict that support and love because addicts can often be destructive um yeah so um so yeah once you identify that it's a disease in yourself or in other people, you can start treating it. Um, there was a study that that I heard a couple of years ago, which was that one in three people in the UK are addicted to something. Um, from my experience, and this is my environment, uh, that's that's very accurate. Uh, from from my little uh, environment that I grew up in, I'd say it's more than one in three people. One in three people. Like I'm, I'm not just talking about substance. I'm not just talking about addiction. I'm talking about people who. Uh, I mean, I'm not just talking about substance and gambling. I'm talking about people who are hooked on, on shit. And now we're seeing people, like obsessed, with their phones. Phones creating chemical reactions. Going to phones to uh, to seek comfort. Um, so addiction, whether you've addressed it or not, is present in everyone's life right now. Um, so 
if you're addicted to something or if you can if you identify something that you potentially are addictive or wherever you lie on the spectrum of addiction whether that be um your phone your food your uh your alcoholism drug intake your anything whatever it is your your um pornography i i, I listened to something um by jordan peterson there a couple of days ago which was about uh you're 60% more likely to get divorced in a marriage if you have a porn addiction. So, uh, like I said at the start, the, the deadliest addictions are the ones that that are so embedded in you that you, you barely even, you never really thought they were addictions you, and you still think that they're not even affecting your life. Because um, when you're addicted to something, you justify it justify it to your friends you justify it to your family you hide it you don't want anyone to know and uh yeah they're the they're the most deadliest ones the ones that when you start um when when they're so embedded in you that you the part of who who you identify yourself with um so if you lie on this spectrum in any uh way shape or form there's a couple of little uh, stoic principles that I sort of have applied to my life that help me whenever I, I mean, I I haven't had a gamble now on a horse or a dog, and that was my big that was my big addiction. I, I can still play like a game of pool or, uh, or you know, but I haven't had a bet on a on a horse or a dog race now in about four years um so i don't get cravings or that but there's other there's other things in my life that i feel slowly creep on or i have to always check myself because um being the son of an alcoholic uh, and being addicted to gambling at the age of 15 i have to always check myself because I want to live my life free of addiction. I don't want addiction to ever uh, take control because for a million reasons. I know how deadly it is. And uh, and on that note, I do believe that having, a, having an addiction is in some ways a spiritual issue. If you address it from a spiritual perspective, um, and you realize that addicts need love, not judgment. That's uh, that's quite biblical. And whether you're uh, religious or you're totally against religion or you were forced into a religion and now you uh, distance yourself from it, um, whenever you hear some something that's spiritual, you might feel like uh, backing away from it and, and not giving it any thought. But uh, but seeing addiction as a, uh, like from a spiritual perspective and treating it with love and not not judgment is uh, is the way forward. And the um, like we all have problems in our life. We'll all have to overcome like challenges and difficulties, major or minor. And um, 
but the 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 image of Jesus Christ on the cross when he's uh, nailed to the cross and he's in pain and it's like he is nowhere that is very similar to that of uh, an addict when you're in pain and you've nowhere and uh, but the the image of Jesus being nailed on the cross is when you're in your in the depths of addiction but uh, the resurrection of Jesus Christ is uh, is you overcoming your addiction um, you're, you're no no longer filled with despair and mourning but you're filled with gladness and strength and uh, that's why um, for years I was so anti-religion uh, and anti-anything uh, that, that came with or sounded like like the priest um, preaching in a church or reading from the Bible. But when you start learning about many different religions and many different um, ways of life, you realize that having, having a faith um whether that be religious or non-religious but having a faith or an awareness in the spiritual realm that lives with around us um it's beneficial it's helpful it's it's uh it's very healthy but um yeah that even just that idea of jesus on the cross and the resurrection like it it sort of it speaks to me when it comes to addiction um but yeah, from this the stuff that I sort of apply to my life, uh, when I think back on the addiction is uh and 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 you can ask yourself the same questions, uh, who do I who do I spend time with? Um Is this addiction is this addiction because of the people who I spend time with? If it is, it's something you need to address. Um the people we love can can also they also have the ability to lead us down like destructive paths unfortunately and then you have to you have to sort of ask yourself a question do i can i continue spending time with these people uh, would they accept me if i wasn't doing what they are doing um another question i ask myself is uh is this in my control so like I said before when you're addicted to stuff you start justifying it you uh, it's that's a very hard question to ask yourself if you're if you're listening and you are addicted to something but is this in my control uh, if you feel like there are triggers that like there's moments in your week where where you sort of give in to that addiction, that that drink, that um, that porn, that drug, that food, that that shop impulse. If the if if there are those times in your week, um, that that happens, like try to identify when they happen, how you're feeling when they happen, and ask yourself, is this in my control? And if it's not, then now's the time to start addressing it. Uh, Another couple of questions you can ask yourself is um, taking taking the week away, like because a week is a good if you if you if you reflect on your last seven days and ask yourself uh, what it is that you've done 
what, what, were, what were the triggers, try to identify the triggers, uh, why did I do this? Um, you can also, a way to apply a strength or a, like, like a, a resurrection, overcoming your addiction, uh, starting with the baby steps is to ask yourself, what does my ideal day look like? And if that, uh, if you can get through a day without indulging in that addiction, then, um, then you might be able to get through the next day, the next and the next. Um, you can also ask yourself, is this who I want to be? Um, when you're addicted to something, another, another way to identify if, if you're addicted to something is when you're doing it, it doesn't make you feel good. You're almost aware. Um, I have a good friend here who speaks about his, uh, addiction to cigarettes and uh, he speaks about how with every single cigarette he lights up, he's pissed off. He doesn't want the cigarette. He doesn't like the cigarette. He doesn't like the taste. He hates, he hates them. He's building a, he's built a hatred over the years for this addiction, but he still, he still smokes it. And, uh, and yeah. It's it's addiction. It's and it's and it's different for everyone. And um, yeah, ask yourself: Is this who I want to be? What does my ideal day look like? Uh, is this in my control? And then, are the people who I'm around? Is the environment that I'm in? Is that affecting my addiction? Um, unfortunately, sometimes, uh, like many things, your childhood really affects whether or not you're gonna you're gonna um get addicted to something um if you grow up in a house where there's an addiction present um that's the thing about consciousness you you might even you might even you might you might not have even associated it with negative or not negative you it might have just existed within your childhood your um you're more likely to form an addiction in your adult life. Um, if there's any sort of trauma in your life as a child, you're more likely to form an addiction. If, uh, again, it's, 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 an, it's, it's to do with your environment. Um, I don't blame the environment that I was raised in, but I do, I do believe that um, for someone like me, living in a place where alcohol, drugs, gambling, and and all the rest of them, um, it just wasn't healthy for someone like me who uh, who, who who just fell into the trap, I suppose. And and that I, again, I don't. I don't blame I don't blame family, I don't blame anyone. I just think it's it's the cards we were dealt and if you can relate to that then you just have to do something about it. You have to change your environment. You might need to change your um friendship circle. You might need to 
change your mindset towards different things. You might need to start changing what your day looks like. And, um, and yeah, I don't force uh, the, the spiritual stuff on anyone. I feel like everyone has to has to find that thing for themselves like that thing where that that faith in whatever whatever it may be um but i do think like having some sort of spiritual practice uh really helps when those triggers come um taking yourself recognizing that they're only a trigger letting them come letting them go the same as like uh Rule number one in meditation, which is letting your thoughts come, letting your thoughts go, they're not your thoughts, or, or, or you're not your thoughts. Um, so, yeah, ask yourself, who you're spending time with, is this in my control? Uh, what does my ideal day look like? Is this who I want to be? And then you can give yourself the ultimate question, what is the most important thing? What is the most important thing for me right now? If uh, if your addiction or anything in your life is coming in between, what's the most important thing for you achieving? It needs to be addressed. So before I finish up, I just want to talk about if you are experiencing addiction, whether that be on a personal level or within your family or within your community, um, there is a way you can help yourself or help others. First is to take all, take all blame away from addicts. And uh, there is, there is uh, scientific studies on this, which I don't have right now. Take all blame away from addicts. You blame an addict, you're increasing their likelihood to continue uh, using or continue their addiction. Um, if you take that blame away and you take that judgment away and you offer support, you offer help, you offer love, um, that's the only way to treat addiction. Because if you're blaming and you're judging, it means you're identifying an addict as someone who chose to be addicted. But I hope what you got from this podcast, although I know I'm definitely rambling and I'm tired sitting here on a Monday evening, but if there's one thing you got from this podcast um, episode, I hope it is that you know people who have addictions have a disease and and that disease was formed many times in their life when they did not choose to have that disease in their childhood in, um, in the environment that they were born into whether that be their, their family or their community and uh, and yeah just your you can help. You can help yourself. You can help others by recognizing that it's a disease. These people are powerless. And you can empower these people by offering them love, by removing judgment. And yeah, 
God bless. I hope anyone out there who is uh, struggling with addiction, um, I hope you can find the strength. I hope you can find the courage. And uh, and reach out. Reach out if you ever want to talk. If you ever want to just express uh, express what's going on in your life. And, and yeah, I'm here. You can... You can talk to me. You can send me messages online. And, uh, yeah, just keep the spirits high. Help those around you. If you have friends who you think are addicted to their phones, if you have relationship issues and you think it may be due to uh, porn addiction, if you, uh, if you find yourself drinking excessively because of feelings of unhappiness, address it if you are uh, using drugs or um, if you're using drugs recreationally be careful be aware that they are deadly you can do something you can do something over and over and over and over again and it won't be an addiction and one day you'll wake up and you'll be addicted to whatever that is you're taking so um as a teenager, as a teenager, you're acceptable. You're trying to fit in with crowds. You're, right now in in uh, in Ireland, you have access to all the addictions, all the potential addictions, and uh, and yeah, it's like the it's like the fucking wild west out there. But um, yeah, keep the spirits high. I just send blessings to anyone who's going through something on a personal level or within your family or, or, or with friends. And uh, like I said, reach out, help those around you, um, remove judgment, um, empower people, uh, give love, and uh, keep the faith. That's it for this episode of the Rambler Gambler Show. Peace. And if you don't like me, boys, leave me alone. And when I'm hungry and I drink what I'm dry. And if moonshine don't kill me, I drink till I die. I'm a rambler, I'm a gambler, I'm a long way from home. And if you don't like me, boys, leave me alone. I'll